welcome to the Park Road Podcast for May 24th, 2020. Today's podcast is a sermon given by Amy Jacks Dean, co-pastor with Russ Dean at Park Road Baptist Church. Her sermon today is entitled, Well, What Are Y'all Doing? On the cultural calendar, we're in the midst of Memorial Day weekend. On the liturgical calendar, it's really Ascension Sunday, the day that the disciples described the last day that they were aware of the presence of Jesus in their midst in what seemed like more tangible ways. But we've come to see this Memorial Day holiday as a kickoff to summer, that one last day off to push to the end of school and the beginning of summer where we give a little lip service this weekend in thanks for our freedoms, including our freedom to worship. And isn't it wonderful that we have continued to worship and serve and study and pray and confess and praise? No one and no pandemic can stop the love of God and the way of Jesus, even if we alter the ways in which we commit our lives to these premises. The church is who we are as a people, a community of faith seeking to live out God's call on our lives individually and collectively, even when we alter the ways in which we do this in order to protect each other, to love each other, to honor each other, and to value each other. Friends, let us be bold in these days. Let us be committed in these days. Let us be courageous in these days. And let us be compassionate and loving in these days. We should not take this freedom to worship lightly. On this weekend, of all weekends, We recall the sacrifice of life and service that grants us this very freedom. But let us also be very clear. The church has not been closed all this time. The church and this particular church has been opened in altered ways, yes. But we are alive and well and thriving. We have felt very connected to you in these days. We have felt as if we have been in sync with you in these days. We have sensed a vibrancy of the Spirit of God among us in these days, even as we long to return to something that feels more normal. We are open. We are at work in ministry and mission. We are present We are together. We are showing up. We are serving. We are alive and well and thriving. Make no mistake, we are functioning in very different ways in order to stay safe and protect especially the most vulnerable among us. And we do this precisely because we follow Jesus. It is a blessed freedom that we get this opportunity. Let us not squander it. So welcome to Park Road Baptist Church. 
We are so glad to have you worshiping with us today. We were never called to be televangelists. I'm sure you can tell that by now. And we are not set up to be a very techie church. But we modify and we adapt because we give thanks for the freedom to worship God who loves us unconditionally. And we give thanks for the freedom to follow the one that calls us to walk in the way of justice and mercy. We have not closed. We will not close. We continue to be the church. Thanks be to God. And welcome to Park Road Baptist Church. It may be Memorial Day weekend on the calendar that the country keeps. But on the church's liturgical calendar, it's Ascension Sunday. It's that crazy scene where Jesus is taken up into heaven right before their very eyes. It's told from several perspectives, but today we're going to look at it by the way that it's told in the Acts of the Apostles, beginning with Acts chapter 1. I'm going to read in just a second, starting with verse 6. Acts 1, starting with 6. It's that crazy scene. Keep in mind, it's a colorful story. It's fantastical, even. Don't get lost in the glitz and glamour. Stay rooted in what's being told and set it in its context. The Jesus they'd already lost once, and then they found risen from the dead, is now gone again. And you're going to catch them standing there just like this. While he was with them, he always had an answer. He always had a plan. They usually didn't understand it, but it's comforting to know that somebody in the group knows what's going on. So we're about to read that he's gone again. And they look after him where they saw him last. So when they had come together, they asked him, Lord, is this the time you will restore the kingdom to Israel? And he replied, it's not for you to know the times or periods that the Father has set by his own authority. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. He turned it on them. You. When he said this, as they were watching, he was lifted up told you it was glitz and glamour. He was lifted up and a cloud took him out of their sight. And while he was going and they were gazing up toward heaven, suddenly two men in white robes stood by them and they said, men of Galilee, why do you stand looking up toward heaven? This Jesus who has been taken up from you into heaven will come in the same way as you saw him go into heaven. So what did they do? Did they continue to stand there just gazing up? No. Then they returned to Jerusalem from the mount called Olivet, which is near Jerusalem, a Sabbath day's journey away. And when they had entered the city, they went up to the room upstairs where they were staying, Peter, John, James, Andrew, Philip, Thomas, Bartholomew, Matthew, James, Simon, and Judas. All these were constantly devoting themselves to prayer together with certain women 
including Mary, the mother of Jesus, as well as his brothers. You've heard the ancient story. Let us listen now for the word of the Lord. There's a ton to be unpacked here. But in a global pandemic, there are several things I believe are true. Number one, I think during a global pandemic, we should not have tornadoes and microbursts and days and days and days of rain. Number two, I think that during a global pandemic, we should never hear the words murder hornets. And number three, I think during a global pandemic, we should only unpack one thing at a time when it comes to theological understandings of complicated texts. Most of us are functioning with a good bit of anxiety, so let's only try and bite off what we can actually chew. And in this most unbelievable scene, that needs about 10 sermons and a lot of discussion and a lot of back and forth, I'm going to give you one thing that caught my attention. Because in a global pandemic, that's about all we can take. Jesus ascends, and suddenly two men in white robes stood by the disciples, and they said, as those guys are just standing there, mouths agape, staring up into heaven, they said, men of Galilee, why do you stand looking up toward heaven? Now, I have to stop just a second and tell you that laughter saves my life. I love to laugh, and I love to make people laugh. So I will confess, I have become an avid follower of an actor that has become an Instagram sensation during this pandemic. His name is Leslie Jordan. And I warn you, he can be crass and inappropriate. Jamie clearly listens to Leslie Jordan also because she is already laughing. And I know that some of you are out there saying, I love him too. He can be crass and inappropriate, but he does make me laugh. I love his stories about his family and his growing up and lessons he learned from his mama. I love his accent. I love the way he laughs at himself. So as I scroll through my news feed, when he pops up, I have to listen. And I always laugh. He begins most of his very brief videos by saying, well, what, y'all do? what are y'all doing? Now, he typically adds an expletive. So if that offends, then I don't recommend him to you. He has a shirt that goes with his leading uh, uh, sentence that contains the crass word, and he's raising money for food with that. Good for him for doing something good with that. But when I read this text from Acts and saw that there were two men in white robes that appeared to the disciples as they were standing there trying to take in the fact that Jesus wasn't really with them the way they needed for him to be, and they asked, what are you doing here looking up toward heaven? All I could hear was Leslie Jordan saying, well, what are y'all doing? Now, you're going to go look it up, and you're going to have to watch about 10 of these to finally kind of get in the groove. And again, I warn you, if you don't like bad words, just don't look at it. I think we can safely assume some things here in this text as we keep that image of, in our mind. Well, what are y'all doing? It is highly likely that the disciples were perplexed, confused, bewildered, befuddled, baffled, anxious, nervous, 
apprehensive, not knowing what to do and where to turn, alone, incensed, afraid, frustrated, left behind, terrified, not knowing what to do next. And in the middle of all these things, they get the question, well, what are y'all doing? So I think this ascension scene shows up right on time in this global pandemic because folks are feeling perplexed, confused, bewildered, befuddled, baffled, anxious, nervous, apprehensive, not knowing what to do or where to turn, alone, incensed, afraid, frustrated, left behind, terrified, not knowing what to do next. It's like we are globally standing in this scene, just looking up and feeling so hopeless and helpless and not knowing what to do, mouths agape, just standing here, waiting. And so on behalf of the guys in white robes, I ask you, well, what are y'all doing? Perhaps a better way to ask the question is, how do we spend our time when we are feeling all of these things? There's no one right way to be spending your time. There's no one right way to manage your anxiety. There's no one right way to respond to the altered lives we are all having to lead. But the question should make us ponder, how attentive are we being? Are we just standing here looking up and doing nothing? Or are we willing to see the presence of God all around us and within us that calls us to a fullness of life, even in the midst of being perplexed, confused, bewildered, befuddled, battled, anxious, nervous, apprehensive, not knowing what to do or where to turn, alone, incensed, afraid, frustrated, left behind, terrified, and not knowing what to do next. How attentive are you being to the presence of God all around us and within us that calls us to a fullness of life even when we are most distraught? The text says that after pondering this question from the men in white robes, the disciples returned to Jerusalem and hunkered down in an upper room, joined by Mary and the other women, and they prayed. Maybe that's what you're doing, hunkered down, praying. Maybe you're handling the stress by learning something new or cleaning out a closet Maybe you're handling the stress by knocking out a wall and planting flowers. Maybe you're handling stress by cooking or listening to music or donating skills or money to help those in need. Maybe you handle stress by talking it out. And maybe you handle stress by running or doing yoga. Maybe you handle stress by journaling. Maybe you handle stress by escaping in a good book or watching a movie. Maybe you need to cry more. Maybe you need to laugh more. And maybe you need to do more of both. But what you can't do 
is nothing. Just standing there paralyzed and immobilized to make a move, any move toward health and life and wholeness and healing. In my imagination, the question posed to these disciples was a small push toward returning to life without Jesus in their very midst. And when they came to learn as they made and what they came to learn as they made their way back to life was that he was very much still with them as they remembered his teachings and told his stories and recounted all the times that he set people free from all that kept them bound. There's one more thing from this passage. This Jesus will come again in the same way you saw him go, they said. It's easy to picture that being a great descending from the sky with everyone just standing around waiting for that grand and glorious day, doing nothing, just standing there waiting. But something I read about this text helped me to picture this in a much less literal way, and it made so much more sense. Those disciples realized that they would see Jesus again just the way he was. He is. They would see him every time they fed the poor and clothed the naked and visited the sick because Jesus remains among us in all of the people we are helping to find healing Jesus remains among us in all of the people that we are able to set free from all that keeps them bound. We do not wait for Jesus to return. He is already here in the most vulnerable among us. And sometimes we are him. We do not wait for Jesus to return. So let us not be caught just standing there looking up, waiting and watching and doing nothing to make the world a better place, doing nothing to bring hope and healing, doing nothing to bring life and resurrection good news. Well, what are y'all doing? May it be so. Amen. We invite you to learn more about Park Road at parkroadbaptist.org. Park Road is a progressive faith community located in Charlotte, North Carolina, encouraging independent thought, community service, social justice, and interfaith understanding. Today's podcast was produced with production help from Hugh Ashcraft, Brian Smith, Bruce White, and Rich Dower. Our theme music was composed by Brandon Michael Williams. Thanks for listening. Grace and peace to you.